experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on, yourself. Welcome to the Medicine Cabinet. I'm your host, Bo Monroe. And on this podcast, we get experimental about exploring your potential. Today is such a special day because it's the birthday of this podcast. And I'm so excited about it because this podcast has been a goal of mine for so many years. And for so many reasons, none of which are important, I've allowed myself to be held up and not pursuing what I know to be best for me. And no one's to blame. I just needed time to trust myself and believe in myself and believe in what I'm capable of. And that includes creating things you've never seen happen or be created. But that is the story of my life, which we'll get into over the course of these episodes. A few of the things that I've learned in my life that truly gives my life meaning. One is teaching. I'm so passionate about teaching and taking what I've learned in my life experience or just what I've learned in books or media or whatever, but more so my experience and sharing it with somebody else, making somebody else's journey a little bit easier, a little bit more understanding, a little less suffering, a little more livable, a little more enduring and just passing that on to somebody else. Whether it was leading Bible study at five and six or teaching children to read at seven and eight and just all around tutoring, I've always been a teacher. I used to think that I was going to be a teacher for a long time when I was a kid, but I discovered that that wasn't the particular plan for me. I felt I could still be a teacher I would just do it in a little bit of an unconventional format. And I just felt like teachers aren't appreciated as much in our society and even since I've been a kid. So I just didn't want to sign up for that. Over the course of my life, I've dealt a lot with people feeling like I'm a know-it-all and acting like I'm better than everyone else. When in fact, it's just I've always been eager to know it all but not throw it in everyone's face. It's just more so an attitude of wanting to encourage everyone else to want to know more or know it all, so to speak. Another thing that I find gives my life meaning is nurturing. I'm such a natural, passionate, and fervent nurturer. And I do believe that it has a lot to do with my upbringing and not necessarily growing up in a traditionally nurturing environment. So as a result, I felt life compelled me to seek and become the thing that I didn't have as much of 
but I'm glad about it because I don't have any children, but to everyone that I meet, to everyone that I love, to everyone that I befriend, to everyone that I know, I'm always parenting everyone. And it was hard to accept in a while, for a while, because everyone's grown and everyone can make their own decisions. But my nurturing always comes from a sense of seeing the things that you can't see and wanting the best for you, wanting to you, wanting you to embrace a part of you or a life that you've never really dreamed possible, wanting to help you break out of what other people tell you you should be doing, wanting to be an object of self-awareness. I learned that so many of us become adults and we didn't have parents or we didn't have people to tell us and show us what we're good at or even tell us that we matter, that we're included, that we should take up space being here. And I love to take that place and just tell people that they matter or just give them the meaningful pieces that they need to be happy or fulfilled or to or compelled to be their best self. Learning also gives my life great and powerful meaning because I know with all the people that are here, all the books, all the different events, situations, and experiences that we're allowed to have on this journey, it's so important to be able to pay attention to all of them to know that this experience is truly magical. And if you're living from a place of thinking that it's unfair or that it's garbage or anything like that, that you're going about it the wrong way. You know, unlike many of us, I was fortunate enough to learn earlier on that people reflect what you need to learn most. People reflect what may be a weakness for you. People may reflect what may be a strength for you. People may reflect something that you might not realize you need to adopt, that you need to grow, that you need to consider. For such a long time, you know, one of the biggest lessons I've had to learn in my life is that you can't talk to people crazy and you can't talk to people any way that you want. And it took such a long time to learn that lesson because I came from a situation where I felt like people talked to me crazy and aggressively and sometimes violently. And that experience was a part of my life for such a long time that naturally I thought the world was the same way. I thought that the world would treat me the same way. So I needed to have this tough skin. I needed to have this big, boisterous bark just to keep any trouble away, anybody that might even think of crossing me. And I had to learn the hard way, whether it was from coworkers, friends, relationships, family members, strangers, just all types of situations and just seeing the lengths that life was willing to go through just to get me to get that message. And I finally got it. And when I finally got it, I instantly, well, not instantly, but I gradually began to see my life change. And it opened up that door that people are a mirror of what you need to change or be aware of in your life. 
I want to talk a little about the things that bring me joy because I feel like as a person, everyone that I meet, I'm always very interested in learning the things that bring them joy, what makes them tick, what makes them turn into the giddy kid that's jumping up and down, uh, high off candy, just running all over the wall. Waking up every morning to be me is something that I find gives me great joy because I was once someone that got up every morning to go to work and I hated my life. I dreaded my life. Paying rent was just, uh, I can't even really tell y'all. We're going to get into it, but like I hated my life and I just hated what I stood for. I hated the existence that I had. I was just so scared that if I died at that point, I accomplished nothing. No one would know that I was here and except for some uh, host of coworkers and bosses. But life just really put me in that position to require more of myself. And these days I sleep better at night and I wake up with joy in the morning and gratitude in the morning because I get to do what I love. And I get to resonate with my values and live a life that resonates with my values. And a part of what I do and what I feel I'm here to do is to encourage people to also seek a life where they're lucky to wake up each morning being themselves. If you wake up any day at all and you're hating your life, you're dreading the day that's about to take form, You're going about it the wrong way. And I understand that we all have decisions to make, but if you have it in you to wake up and not feel lucky to be you, you have a problem. I understand that, you know, we have lots of commitments and obligations and responsibilities, and I do get that. I do as well. But you don't necessarily have to make any rash decisions. You can just take it one step at a time. You know, whether it's getting up in the morning and taking five minutes to meditate or just be to yourself, having a cup of coffee and tea before you start work or whatever it is that you do. But it's important that you create a lifestyle that's conducive to you waking up each morning, feeling lucky to be you. You're the only you that will ever have. And if you're miserable and feeling unlucky to be you, the the odds are increasing that we may not get a chance to experience whatever you're here to bring, whatever you're here to bring, whether that's your beautiful pottery or teaching young children, kindergartners, opening up that candle business, doing hair, doing tarot card services online, starting a podcast or a radio service or being a singer, a musician, whatever that may be for you. So if you're unhappy and not feeling lucky to be yourself, you need to reevaluate that. I want you to take this as a sign that you need to look into that. And with that being said, I love to help people raise their standards, raise their standards as a woman, as a man, as a businessman, as a lover, as a dreamer. Whatever your station in life is, I love to encourage people and motivate people to raise their standards of this experience. So many of us, we grow up under 
parents that had more modest beginnings and things like that. So we feel like being to be successful or to be wealthy and different things like that would be disrespectful to where you come from. And that's and you're doing yourself such a disservice. A lot of times our wealth isn't even about us having a lot of money. It's just about life putting you in a better situation to share more and being more visible to do more. And you're denying yourself that position because of the people that you come from when your journey isn't about them necessarily. Your journey is about what you're here to give. And you're just finding excuses to play small because of whatever. You know, I love motivating people to raise their standards. I talk to so many people that are passionate about this, passionate about fashion, the jewelry line, passionate about starting a music career, passionate about having an online catering service, passionate about opening up a restaurant, passionate about going back to school, business school, law school, whatever that may be for you. But I just want to compel people to chase whatever you're feeling. Whatever you're actually feeling, I've learned that as humans, a lot of us, when we don't always know who we are or what we're supposed to be doing, we'll chase what society tells us to chase instead. And that's cool for the time being if you don't know exactly what to do, but it's it's so important to pay attention to your life and be in tune with what's going on with you and be aware of when you're going the right way or when you're going the wrong way. Because a lot of times when you're chasing a life that's not yours, when you're chasing a journey or a future that doesn't belong to you, it can feel empty. You can have major accomplishments and major success, but you're not happy. It's an emptiness deal. And that's a whisper. (laughs) I got that from Oprah. That's a whisper that you may not be doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing. So I'm very, very very, as you'll learn, that I'm very passionate about helping people raise their standards. And I love people that compel me to raise my standards. I feel deeply in my heart that life has been calling me for such a long time to spread love, to make kindness and generosity cool again, to invest in people, to invest in people emotionally. I also feel like I'm here to raise consciousness, spiritual consciousness. I'm here to raise consciousness by way of stories and ideas and connecting people to stories and ideas that they can see themselves in or see the future selves in or their higher selves in. I feel like life has accompanied me with very specific gifts to help me do that too. One being empathy. Uh, In my experience, I've learned myself to be an empath, but empathy, just that ability to put myself in someone else's shoes, their very shoes, the very actual shoes, the very actual situation or event that they're in. I'm just able or wired to be able to just absorb people's emotion. And as a kid growing up in a house with lots of very you know, twisted or very aggressive and angry and just a mixed bag of emotions, I learned a lot about empathy and feeling other people's emotions very quickly. And 
I suffered at the hands of it for a while because I couldn't always accept what life was trying to show me logically or rationally because emotionally I can see that this was coming from a very hurt or fractured person. So I always sided with the emotion as opposed to the actual logic that this person is doing you harm. This person doesn't mean you well. They don't care how that makes you feel. They're not going to change or whatever. But these days is such a gift because I'm able to be one-on-one with other people. I'm able to hear them from their lips. I'm able to hear them through the words that they choose. I'm such a multifaceted listener, I would say, because I pay attention to your body language. I pay attention to the words you choose, uh, the spaces you put in the words, because it tells me a lot about what you think of life. It tells me a lot about what you think of yourself. It tells me a lot about what you think of your situation. It tells me a lot of what your beliefs, your beliefs are. It tells me what your values are. So... It tells me what your psychology is like. It tells me what your limiting beliefs are. It tells me just so much. So, you know, for a long time, I didn't really like listening. I did. I like to do more speaking. But these days, I've learned that you can do a whole lot more listening than you could ever do speaking. So my ability to be empathetic in empathizing with people and putting on their shoes while they're in my presence in talking to me, I've learned has been very transformative and transcendent. In addition to that, I'm also a truth seeker. I grew up in a situation where I didn't always feel like I can trust what was being told to me or trust what was coming at me all the time. And as a result, life compelled me to trust myself. It compelled me to trust myself to be a truth seeker and be curious, to be so deeply curious. I used to think that I was going to be a detective because I would do stakeouts if I had an instance where somebody told me something that I felt or knew in my heart to be dishonest, but I didn't have the logical pieces to verify the fact. If you told me that today, I can stake out for the next three months unpacking that. And that brought about a determination and a tenacity in me to look for answers. And as I grew up, I learned that life rewarded that in me many times over and being someone that has the patience and time to look for answers. I feel like as human beings, one of our main duties in addition to creating the reality or the life that we want is to pay attention to your life. Your life is always communicating with you. It's always sharing with you. It's always something you should be aware of. But we'll rather, we'd rather go through this thing on autopilot, not paying attention. And I feel like that usually causes more strife, struggle, and stress. And that's unfortunate. But for myself, I've always known myself to be a truth seeker. If I feel like I'm not getting the truth, I don't have to impugn your dignity, but if I'm invested enough, I can do the research. I can wait the time, and I will find out. Another gift that I found to be very rewarding, not always so, but these days I can see the beauty and the depth and the purpose, and it's just so rewarding, but the ability to spot suffering in other people. You may not think that it's a gift, but 
I find it to be such a gift because so many of us think that we're able to hide in plain sight and we're suffering, we're miserable, we're traumatized, we're hurt, we're unhappy, we're pretending. And I've always had a success. And I know a lot of it has to do with me experiencing an abundance of suffering in my life and life deepening that well for me. So the instincts are in check or on point when it comes to spotting other people that are suffering, other people that are lying to themselves, other people that are pretending and being able to know the difference and being that determined force to Break up the suffering and understanding that everybody may not always want your help. And some people are a lot more comfortable, not happy, but a lot more comfortable pretending. Pretending to be happy, pretending to be fulfilled, and pretending to be living the best of their lives. But I've always had a talent for recognizing suffering, and I feel like I have that talent because I'm supposed to step in and bring light and love where suffering lives and exists to bring purpose and renew purpose and understanding and awareness. Now, as we wrap up this episode, I do want to tell you guys that I will be uploading every other Friday. So that'll be twice a month. As this podcast progresses, I do anticipate in getting to a point where I'll be uploading every week, but we're not there yet. But for right now, every other week. On the next episode, we'll be discussing the changing staircase of life, or better yet, earth-shaking change. When certain changes are taking place in your life to shake up your beliefs and shake up everything that you think you know about this experience. And I'm going to tell you now, y'all don't want to miss that one. Also, before we conclude every episode, we'll be doing an era. An era is E dot. R dot A. And ERA is pretty much an acronym or a call to action that I want to give to you. And with the ERA, I give you three actions that I want you to take. You don't have to take all three if you're not ready yet. At least one will be great or substantial. There'll be an action for E, one for R, and one for A. This segment is important to me because ERA signifies the newness of of a period. Every day, every hour, every second can be a new era for you. And programming yourself to see life and experience that life that way can be transformative. So the first letter, E, empathize. Empathize with yourself. Empathize with other people. Learn that people are more than their experiences They're more than their problems. They're more than their stories or the stories they tell themselves. Empathize. R, recognize. Recognize the patterns. Recognize the patterns in your life, the relationships in your life. What do they reflect to you? If everyone's reflecting to you that you are low on patience or that you need to work on patience, that's valuable information that you need to have. If the people in your life feel that you tend to be insensitive to other people's feelings, it doesn't necessarily make it fact. But if you are getting this information from various sources, it might be worth looking into. If your relationships show you that you're very good at taking care of people or you're very good at bringing people joy, that might be something for you to take stock in. Think about it. 
and add. Accept. Accept that in this life, you only get what you believe. You don't get what you deserve. You don't get what you're entitled to. You get what you believe. And you can think that you can believe a certain thing. But if your life doesn't say that about you, there's resistance. Learn how to tap into your subconscious and learn what your beliefs are, what your limiting beliefs are, what your major beliefs are, the beliefs that are actually driving the ship. Accept that any limitations you exhibit in your life for any opportunity or for any reason at all, you will be defined by that limitation. If you think that working at a certain job, you're not going to go over a certain amount of money in terms of salary, then know that you're setting yourself up for failure. As you go throughout this life, you will learn that whatever you believe, life will not hesitate to make you right. If you believe you can, life will provide the evidence that you can. And if you believe that you can, life will also create that reality. Think of your mouth as a magic wand and every word that you're creating, you're affirming. And to affirm means to make firm or make hard or to create. So with every word that's coming out of your mouth, be a little bit more intentional. So empathize, recognize, and accept. And finally, I really, 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 really want to thank y'all for tuning in and listening to this podcast. I really, really want to thank you. I'm very grateful and I really appreciate it. If you're interested in the show notes, there'll be some available, so you can look into that. If you don't know if you want to subscribe yet, that's totally fine. I still love you anyway. But if you do, you won't be sorry, and we'll be glad to have you. And please don't forget to share the podcast and tell a friend. And on that note, I'm wishing you much love, light, awareness, and success. Y'all be easy. Thank you for listening to the Medicine Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Talk to y'all later.